course, we've got Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow now announcing he is going to be sticking around. What happened there? Well, at first, uh, very glad he is staying. I think it was a tough decision for him. It's a job opportunity of a lifetime, especially when you can technically retire. And then uh, you've seen that happen with uh, elected officials and uh, first responders. But here's someone that uh, did the tough choice and stayed. And truly, I believe, uh, well, it's about his love of community, but uh, family. You know, you have to make sure it's the right decision for everybody involved. And uh, he decided to stay based on those aspects. How did uh, you go about encouraging him to uh, stay? Uh, what kind of incentives did you give the uh, the police chief? Well, actually, I just told him 100, I'd support his decision 110%, whichever way he went. Of course, I expressed that I'd prefer that he'd stay. In actuality, I offered him a lot more than that. Uh, he goes, oh, no, you know. And uh, in the final day, you know, he just said uh, about the 3% increase he'd get with retirement. I said, well, we can cover that and then uh, go up to 5%. Uh, that's what I'm allowed to do without council approval. And so essentially it's a 2% net increase for him. Uh, but that's just the type of humble uh, servant he is. Um, and that's what uh, we went forward with. Talking with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Chris Murphy in the newsroom with a question. Hey, good morning, Mayor. Listen, the chief has made it clear that he's about 18 months and that's about it for him. What kind of involvement will the mayor's office have in the transition to a new chief of police in Springfield? Well, it's uh, definitely someone within. Uh, you know, we have Assistant Chief uh, Ken Scarlett. Uh, you have a great command staff. But what the next 18 months will really help do, or whatever, whenever he decides, just the extra time is just valuable. And when you can reassess everything, especially post-pandemic, uh, post-civil unrest, hopefully, and move forward in that direction. And Chief Winslow can uh, help create that strong foundation and how to reshape the uh, police department and all city departments with regards to community engagement and how do we best serve the public as we move forward. Mayor, uh, of course, the election for uh, mayor is in uh, two years. Uh, That seems to be a little bit uh, longer of a period of time um, before the police chief's given, you know, the 18 months or so. Uh, What happens in that that transition leading up to an election? Uh, Is it going to be difficult to find a a police chief uh, in the midst of of a a political race? No, it's uh, from within, as I said, but uh, that's one of the reasons I think that weighed heavily on him. Uh, If you look at last election. It was uh, pretty nasty with regards to, uh, you know, how you perceive numbers, things of that nature, saying the city of Springfield is more dangerous than Chicago. Nobody, you know, nobody believes that, truly believes that. And so uh, he took that to heart, and I think that really weighed on him in that aspect, and it really opened his eyes to politics, how how it can be. And uh, I'm used to it. I've been around it for a long period of time. But as we move forward, uh, there'll be a lot of stability uh, with regards to that and uh Believe me, ever since that election, some people haven't gotten over it, and we live it day in and day out with uh, how people act, but we stay focused on how we best conserve the public. We're talking with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Um, we had uh, some breaking news last week, Mayor, about the um, uh, Wyndham City Center uh, not being open for at least 30 days or so, it seems. Uh, they're going to be holding out for the legislature to to come back in the second week of January. Uh, what kind of hit is that to uh, the city of Springfield, and does it just compound what we've gone through for the past 11 months? I think they're regrouping. Uh, this is totally different from last spring when you had federal relief. I think if we had federal relief uh, with the CARES Act package that would ha- help hospitality, they'd probably remain open. But 
from a cost standpoint, it makes it very difficult. But, you know, the, uh, there's a couple stores still open. My barber's still there operating. I think Jim Heron's uh, final days are there as well. Uh, but uh, I think they'll reassess uh, where they're at, and it's just a prime piece of property. It will rebound uh, uh, pretty quickly um, as things move back to more of a normal state where people will need to find places to stay. I think that's what they're looking at. There's not really a lot of activity happening. And once the legislature gets back and uh, there's the need uh, for hotel stays, I think that's when you'll see them reopen. We're talking with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder at 716 on the WMAY morning news feed. 25 degrees out there. Uh, something else, of course, we're talking about COVID-19 mitigation and the impact on the tourism industry. Um, but we also see, uh, as Chris shared with us uh, uh, last uh, last segment, uh, the, the positivity rate, Chris, right? It's down yeah. uh, from where it has been. Eight four. Uh, 8.4%. So, Mayor, uh, when will the city of Springfield uh, allow for bars and restaurants to have even limited capacity indoor? Well, uh, as you know, um, you know, I was the one that went against the governor's orders. I wanted to keep them open for two weeks. Unfortunately, public health, Sangamon County Public Health, uh, you know, looked at the escalating numbers and shut it down sooner than that. So it's really in their court, but I am going to send a notification to uh, Andy Van Meter, chairman of the county board, and asked for uh, kind of reassessing everything. Uh, quite frankly, I've said this uh, since it was shut down. Uh, you have Christmas coming up, uh, which is a crucial uh, time where people want to get together. We need to stay vigilant. You have New Year's Eve, which is a big party day. Uh, we want to make sure people remain vigilant. So I see two weeks after that. I, you know, I um, circled January 15th, at least uh, allowing restaurants to come back open uh, with limited capacity, but uh, still, we need to work through some things, but we want people to remain vigilant, wear their masks. I think that's why we're seeing the numbers drop dramatically. The real crucial aspect of it is the hospitalizations, and uh, that's what we need to continue. Even though the vaccine's here, we need to continue to wear our masks, keep our social distance, and uh, stop uh, the you know large gatherings within households especially. So from what I hear is it's still a month before uh, you yourself as, as the mayor of Springfield is going to push Sangamon County to allow for some indoor um, capacity for bars and restaurants? Yeah, I think if you, well, everybody says the science. So if you look at the science, it's always a two-week lag. And so um, that's what I see. I think if you do it now, I think uh, people will just, uh, we're creatures of habit. We just think, oh, okay, everything's fine, and it's really not. You have the flu season upon us, too, and that's what really concerns me. Anybody has not gotten their flu shot, they need to get their flu shot. I know everybody's uh, concentrating on the coronavirus vaccine, but the flu shot's essential uh, because we don't know how that's going to mix. But I think uh, at least go through New Year's and see how things are, and then after the first of the year, assess things and move in that direction. Uh, the battle over heaters in the uh, tents, um, what's the latest there? Uh, and uh, what were you hearing from, from business owners uh, here in the city of Springfield about it wasn't COVID restrictions, it was uh, the fire regulations that were uh, causing another hurdle for them to be able to, to make any kind of money in the pandemic? Well, as frustrated as anybody uh, for a number of reasons, uh, just as restaurants and city council members pointed out, it's been operating like this for months. And it's kind of a head scratcher when this happens. But the other frustrating part is, you know, I've gone to those locations that were complaining. All you had to do is pick up the phone and call the mayor's office, and we would have responded so it didn't blow up as big as it needed to or did. And uh, I essentially asked uh, Chief Brandon Blau to go look and assess the situation, which he did, and came up with a remedy, which is, you know, provide fire extinguishers, smoke detectors, uh, 
carbon monoxide detectors and not only, uh, you know, see how we can make it work, but the other thing is he personally delivered those uh, to the individuals. But with regards to the five or seven entities, uh, it's my understanding that they weren't uh, complying and have been notified previously, uh, but, you know, it is what it is, but at least we found out a remedy and move forward in a positive direction for everybody. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder. Uh, and finally, uh, well, real quick, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Mayor, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Legacy Point Sports Complex. And I know that the council is going to get a look at that tomorrow night, too. And, and, and we're going to talk with Scott Dahl after 810 on that as well. We sure are. And But 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 my question for it is, do you think it, uh, that what the city is offering is going to be satisfactory to the developers? And if so, when can we expect to go forward? Well, this is a little bit unique. Uh, they have the land. They have, uh, you know, Shields has to step up to the plate and be uh, have a commitment uh, for that area. But I think uh, the parameters are in place to uh, work through it. Uh, you know, this is no different than a TIP project. What's the right percentage for the city to participate? And that's what we're trying to work through. Uh, typically what happens is they go get their financing, come back and say, here's what the gap is. What they want to do is get the city's commitment first and then try to get investors and uh, move in that direction, which uh, we're committed to the project. I think the real question is uh, what percentage and how do you make sure that it is built. So when bonds are issuing, uh, when you start releasing the money, it has to be on a reimbursement basis. So the project actually comes to fruition in the next, uh, well, 18 or 18 months, to two years. So the incentives that uh, at least I'd heard previously were going to be offered were really just like the enterprise zone incentives, which are um, uh, sales tax breaks on uh, building materials and things like that. What other types of incentives are you guys eyeing to uh, to give above and beyond tax incentives? Actually, there is a hotel motel tax, which is, you know, 1%, and that's the entity that would benefit from that, and there's outside So, so you're looking to possibly increase the hotel motel by 1% to, to add to this um, project? Is that? Yeah, that could be one aspect or take a portion of ours, but uh, it just depends how the budget lies. The other one is sales tax. Right now, there's a, I think it's 1% sales tax out there that they uh, pay their current bonds. So uh, there's an aspect uh, that they would like to have a, sales tax rebate within the area, and uh, that's no different than what we've done um, for other projects like this. And then uh, property tax freeze. Well, the only property tax that we control is, of course, the city's property tax, but those are the three main items that were discussed as far as revenues that would help uh, pay the bonds for the development. And then, Mayor, finally, um, it's still going to be months before we uh, get back to uh, the, quote, normal uh, that we had before the pandemic. What's the city doing? Uh, what, what's your vision to uh, bring business back, uh, those who've closed or uh, those who may be apprehensive? Uh, what's the city's uh, plan to be prosperous and to grow uh, in the aftermath of COVID-19? Well, this week, uh, that's one of the reasons we're doing our utility uh, relief for small businesses to help businesses get through the next two months. Uh, without the federal relief, it makes it difficult. And that's what we're trying to do is prevent any other businesses from closing and moving in that direction. Uh, but as far as the rebuild happening afterwards, I think that's crucial that we start with uh, capital projects as much as possible. We have our budget coming up, and we're looking at a number of aspects of that. Um, but with regards to TIF, you know, we'd, I'd see that with downtown, especially with the university. I've had the initial conversations with the universities. I know that's of interest with Andy Monar and uh, others to move that initiative forward. So all projects like that need to move forward exponentially instead of waiting. So that will be the push uh, for us is to be proactive, support uh, businesses as much as possible, and look for projects. And uh, if there's anything we can help with, 
whether it's funding or release, um, kind of um, how, uh, being more open to uh, permitting things of that nature, we're going to look at it. I think with downtown especially, that's going to change dramatically with the parklets moving in that direction. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder, uh, never a drought of issues to tackle with you, and always appreciate you coming on and uh, delving into it all. Uh, so we'll talk again soon, all right? My pleasure. Have a great day.